This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Eggerbo here with fellow app nerds John Beeler and AJ Vickery. Got an awesome show today. Let's start off with some of the app news, uh, though. Uh, this was an interesting one. We all love to hate Facebook. Well, the IRS hates them now, too, because uh, they're being sued by the IRS down the U.S. for $9 billion in unpaid taxes. How do they not pay their taxes? I don't know. So <laughs> don't they just find that under their couch? Yeah, $9 billion. I thought you love Facebook. Me? Yeah. Well, I use it all the time, but oh, I, I don't like what they've become and done to all of us and stripped our privacy away. But what what do you what do you do? That's why I just post cat fo- post cat photos. Uh, so this lawsuit uh, basically is uh, uh, apparently revolves around a, a 2010 deal between Facebook and an Irish subsidiary, and I've heard this story before, uh, used to shuffle money around internationally. Uh, so the IRS alleges Facebook undervalued the intellectual property it sold to the subsidiary, thereby dodging billions in taxes. A lot of tech companies set up in Ireland back in the day because uh, there was non-existent corporate tax there or very low. Um, you know, And a lot of tech companies have taken heat for it, like Apple, for example. They had to pay $15.4 billion back in 2016. They didn't have to, but they did. Well, right? yeah. 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 So, uh, they, well, they ordered Apple too. Let's look at some of the other app news this week. Uh, a new email scheme threatens to get websites kicked off Google AdSense unless they pay Bitcoin. What's, what's up with this, John? This is kind of like the new ransomware, uh, where, uh, you have, you're a business owner, small business owner, you have a website, you purchase banner ads to get traffic to your website. Yes. And, uh, Google has a scheme where, they will flag any strange activity to that because uh, back in the day, people used to have banner ads on their websites, their own personal websites. Yes. And they would literally just sit there and click the banner to make money. <laughs> right. So they, they, they create bots to do that. Right. They yeah. created bots. And so now Google has this technology where they can actually detect strange activity and it'll actually blacklist that website and that AdSense account, uh, thereby, thereby holding that particular uh, business, you know, in limbo they're, they're not going to pay them uh for any of those clicks uh or they're going to potentially lock their site out um so the hackers what they do is they create their own bots they target those particular banner ads or websites it gets flagged by google and then they get the ransom email saying hey give us bitcoin or we're going to continue to do this until you get until you get banned and people fall for this well, especially if you don't really know what you're doing and yeah. you've set up a, a website yourself or you, you've bought some banner ads, these emails can look pretty you know, scary and threatening. Uh, Google has said that they'll work with you if you do get this type of thing and they will try to sort it out. But it's something that typically isn't sorted out easily and it, it can be a long time before you get it all, all the dust to settle. Uh, because in the meantime, your website or your, your, your payment facility is currently blocked. So it's it's a scary scary way to go down. Uh, so what can people do? Not they can just report any strange activities or strange emails like this to Google directly. Yeah, and then Google a team at Google will work with you for that. But they can't always flag all this stuff either. So uh, it's it's very difficult. And like I said, it could take a little bit of time for that all to be sorted out and uh, undone. Uh, let's move on and talk about Netflix. Yeah, I you know this some they finally did something that was really meaningful to me because I keep getting busted for watching Netflix on my phone because the previews come on and it starts blaring all the yes. Like, what are you watching? Well, you now have the ability with Netflix to turn off autoplay. Thank God. <laughs> okay, right? 
such a small thing. So important. There was there was a game going around on, on the internet where people would see how fast they could pick a movie without having the autoplay kick in. No, I, I, I'm thinking about it now. I, I don't use Netflix a lot because I, I use other methods of getting my content. Um, so, But when I do, I, I remember the autoplay feature of those little things. It drove me mental. Mm-hmm. So how do you... you got to go in the settings, obviously. Yeah. They probably don't make that easy. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to call retentions. <laughs> uh, are you an Apple Watch user? Uh, a lot of people that aren't Apple Watch users use a, an app called Strava. Uh, to monitor and keep track of their fitness. It's a fantastic app. You know, a lot of Fitbit users use it. uh, Other wearable users use it. Well, now uh, Apple Watch Data can uh, send that information directly to Strava. There were like third-party workarounds to this, but now uh, with the latest update to HealthKit uh, on the Apple side, you can get it right in there now, which is, I think, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking all about the app news uh, this week here on the app show. Uh, another uh, interesting uh, feature here for Uber uh, in Canada, they're launching the on-trip reporting safety feature. Uh, this was available in U.S. Uh, and a number of other countries. Uh, so now if you are having a, an issue in your Uber, uh, you can actually, through the app, uh, report any problems you're having. Yeah, and this is, this is you know, obviously if you're having a scary emergency situation, you should probably call 911 but if you're having you know maybe a bad driver erratic driving or something else you can actually initiate this feature and it will let a team at uber know in real time what's going on and then they'll follow up with you and the driver after that drive as after that ride has occurred so if you're alive still right (laughs) (laughs) i mean you can always call 911 yeah 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 which is uh obviously important okay uh want to talk about one more story here you can now add music to facebook and instagram posts in canada yeah. Like some of your favorite music. Well, this is interesting. This is something you tried and yeah, it didn't work and it, now it does. Right. It li- literally this morning I was trying to play back someone's, uh, it was an American uh, story on Instagram and it said their music's not available in my, my country. I'm yeah. like, okay. And then like an hour later it is now. So, <laughs> <laughs> But this is, this is a problem I've had before though with when I posted even from a concert, the music got blocked from the video. And now it looks like you can actually put music into your into your stories, into your posts on Facebook and Instagram. Are you going to use it? Well, clearly you were trying to use I it. I was trying to use it, yeah. Yeah. How about you, AJ? Do you add music to your... You don't even use... You're an Instagram guy. Yeah, I love Instagram. Uh, and also uh, TikTok. You're using TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> My kids are all over TikTok. What's awesome about it? Oh, man. It's just, like, awesome. But, uh, but honestly, there's, like... Um, it's not just the kids dancing. No? Dogs dancing? There's yeah, dog dancing, but there's uh, uh, lots of fun little skits. But there's also, like, you know, there's this, there's the weirdest, like, business advice in there, you know? They actually show, like, you know, how to do, do an investment property in a TikTok video. Like, there's all sorts of crazy things. How to buy investment property <laughs> in a TikTok. <laughs> like, how long are these TikTok videos? They're, they're short. They're always very, very short, like, a, you know, like a minute or two at the most. But um, there was one the other day from this, there was this kooky gal who was in uh, Canada showing where you could actually buy... Um, uh, online um, like things like toques and stuff that in some stores were $35 retail stores same toque but just non-branded online for like three bucks you know so there's just like weird little and that's a TikTok video <laughs> it got like 9,000 hits 
or 52. Have you started making your own videos yet? Well, this is why I'm looking at it. I'm thinking I should start making TikTok. I should bypass Facebook, bypass Instagram, and just do TikTok. This is your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> when you can <laughs> reach your potential. Uh, no, it's just blowing up. I mean, this came out of China, uh, but uh, has hit uh, the West uh, in a big way. Do you use TikTok? Steven no. on our team loves uh, he, TikTok. Well, Drives me crazy. Yeah, it's all he ever talks about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. Oh, we Oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. You guys have definitely. Uh, yeah, I sit across from Steve and I sit beside AJ. This is going to be great. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a lot more to talk about on the App Show here. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike and John in studio. Let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, innovation when it comes to uh, apps. And uh, an unlikely name when you think of uh, uh, the whole app world uh, outside of payment, MasterCard. Uh, I think we all have one. Uh, we use it uh, as a credit card to pay uh, for our uh, goods and services. We might even have it uh, on our phones with Apple Pay or uh, Google Pay. Or our watches. Or your watches. Well, I've been learning a lot about MasterCard over the, the past couple of years, and they are like way more than just you know the payment technology that uh, you think of. Now they're branching out into AR, augmented reality. And this is something uh, that uh, most people can do with the newer phones that are out on the market, the iPhones and Android phones. On the line, we've got Shauna Miller. She's the VP of Marketing and Communications of MasterCard Canada. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Shauna. No problem. And it's so nice. Thank you for having me. Augmented reality. When I think of uh, credit cards, I don't think of augmented reality. Uh, what, what what, What are you guys doing? (laughs) <laughs> well, I'll give you a quick summary just uh, about what we're doing in augmented reality and, and specifically uh, an app that we'll be launching in quarter two of this year. So the, the point of this is a digital experience for our cardholders brought to life by AR or augmented reality. And it's intended to bring better insight and access to our benefits and experiences specifically on our premium card portfolios. So those are our world and world elite card portfolios. And you might ask the question why, but up until this point, uh, information around card benefits has largely been made available through paper and pamphlets. Um, but the problem is that it's not a particularly convenient or easy access, uh, easy to access way uh, to get at that information. So this is a lot faster, a lot more convenient, a lot more in the palm of your hand, um, wherever the consumer is to access those benefits. And so how, how does this, this app work? What, what, what is the experience going to be if someone loads this onto their, their, their device? So it's super simple. You've got, you've got your phone in the palm of your hand. You open up the app. You scan your card. So you would scan your World or World Elite card. And three portals will appear in front of you. And each of those portals would represent a collection of benefits available to the card holder. So that could be peace of mind benefits like ID theft protection, cell phone protection, zero liability. It could be priceless experiences. So that could be things like world elite concierge, priceless golf, travel and lifestyle services, or it could be quite frankly, uh, everyday value. Um, So a lot of our partners are offering offers and experiences that are always available to card holders. So you see these three portals in front of you, you click on a portal, and once you're inside, you're launched into this 360 degree photorealistic environment that allows you to see objects 
and click on those objects. And those objects represent each of their benefits. So, for example, if you're in the Everyday Value Portal, you're invited into a world of exclusive cardholder offers from many of our great partners. And you click on one of those objects, and the object could be uh, a Postmates uh, example. And you can learn more about the offer and redeem that offer right then and there. So basically people uh, with their smartphone, uh, using the camera on their smartphone, uh, can, I guess, pan around in whatever room or world that uh, they're in and see these things in, in I guess, a, a virtual or an augmented reality. Exactly. So once you're inside the portal, we're using 360-degree virtual reality photography. So that VR photography essentially replaces the vision through the device's screen. And that creates an interactive experience that allows the user to move their device around essentially in a spherical uh, space. And you can see every corner of the image and the environment in that way. So it's basically like going into a branch at the bank, but from your couch. You got it. You got it. It's essentially like that, just bringing uh, your exact benefits on your card to life. That's always something I struggle with when I look at my credit cards. It's like, I know I have all these benefits and there's a booklet somewhere in my house. I know. And trying to find that booklet online is always a challenge. <laughs> I know I'm, uh, you know, we're going traveling, uh, John and I, to uh, to Europe. And I had to look up all the benefits I have on, on my MasterCard. And yeah, I had, I don't have the book anymore. And then I had to go searching it online. So here I can actually see it in, in I guess, real in the real world using my smartphone. Exactly. We were talking about this a, a little bit earlier, Mike, but one of the big things for us here is very big culture of innovation at MasterCard, but it has to be rooted in something uh, by way of an insight. So the insight in this one is consumers understand their rewards on their cards, but not so much their benefits. And we do know that research shows that with a better understanding of your benefits comes much higher card satisfaction. So not having to sift through that paper and always having access to the information around your benefits in your hand is a real win, not just for the consumers, but also for us here at MasterCard. Do you think you're going to have any resistance from certain audiences uh, of your, your customers? Like, I'm just trying to think of like, you know, my parents might not be as adept at AR, for example. So we we're offering... Uh, alternatives here. One way that you can access the benefit information will always be, uh, obviously, through your, your paper pamphlets. Another way will always be through mastercard.ca. The final way is the, the augmented reality experience needs to be usable. So in two different ways, one, if you simply, are, if you're a returning user who prefers quick access to your benefits, um, or if you're a user who does not want to engage in the augmented reality experience at all, simply wants to scan their card and get access to their benefits, we'll also offer a simple list option view of those benefits so that they can see everything they have at a glance without having to participate in the augmented reality aspect of the app. John, your parents have the, the paper pamphlet. <laughs> or, the, or the booklet. I'm just telling you that right now. I was going to say, you're, you're giving yourself away. You're giving yourself away. I'm sure they lost it. Uh, so, uh, Shauna, where did... Where where did you guys come up with this idea? Like how? Um, so the as I was saying a little bit earlier, there's a, there's a huge culture of innovation here at Mastercard, and we're big on two things. One is continuous learning, um, and second is a focus on innovation. And the way that we engage our talent right across the board in marketing and communications is 
simply by challenging them to think of new ways to connect with and benefit our cardholders. It's, it's embedded in our annual planning process. So when we're thinking of how we can go to market on an annual basis, we're looking at new ways to do that. Um, in, in this particular case, members of our North American marketing and comms team in Canada specifically came up with the idea of an augmented reality app to bring benefits to life for cardholders. So that gives them the opportunity to work on and develop the app with colleagues across North America and globally, uh, largely because the intention is for this to be produced in Canada, um, conceptualized in Canada, but actually, quite frankly, launch in the U.S. first and eventually be able to launch in different markets around the world. So it's, it's a lovely way to kind of inspire people to step out of their comfort zone, do different things, but also get to see that idea right from start through finish. I'm really looking forward to actually looking at what the benefits are on offer because quite frankly, sometimes these documents can look like terms and conditions for, you know, buying a car, you know, like it's, it's, or worse. it's, exactly. it's all exactly. legalese and it's, it, you know, it's not, doesn't really contextualize it for me. Like knowing that, you know, I have to read a whole paragraph to understand that this actually is uh, device protection. If I buy something and I, it gets stolen or damaged, for example, being able to contextualize that in a, you know, a virtual environment sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and I think when you put these things into collections for someone, when you understand, ah, these are the things that I get that are safety and security related, or I get it, these are the collection of, of benefits that I get that are experience related, or these are the everyday value offers that are embedded in my card that are always on and I can access at any time, all of a sudden it makes it so much easier for you to A, understand, uh, and B, to access and participate. Shauna, what's the app going to be called and when will it be available? So the app name still in development, so TBD. I'll let you know as soon as uh, we get to that point. But it'll be available starting in quarter two in the U.S. Um, and that will be uh, in iPhone version first. And then starting later this year, we're going to roll out to Android version and then market rollout outside of the U.S., including, of course, Canada. Um, and then the final piece in all of this is uh, customization for our banks or who we refer to as our issuers, um, allowing them to take the app and then adding to it or customizing it specifically for their card portfolio and their cardholder base. We've been talking with Shauna Miller. She is the Vice President of Marketing Communications for MasterCard Canada about their uh, new and upcoming augmented reality app. I kind of look forward to it because I hate reading through the 30 pages of the <laughs> book. That's okay. We did too. <laughs> yes. Hence, hence the app. Uh, Shauna, th hence the app. Shauna, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, a lot more apps to talk about. Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. Don't forget to visit uh, our website. It's at getconnectedmedia.com. If you go to the newsletter tab, subscribe to our newsletter, you're entered to win our monthly contest. This week we're giving, or this month, sorry, we're giving away a pair of Bear Dynamic headphones, over-the-ear headphones. These things are freaking awesome. They're like $1,000. And so all you have to do to enter to win, getconnectedmedia.com, hit the newsletter tab and uh, subscribe. Let's talk about some of our favorite uh, travel apps. A lot of people are gearing up for spring and summer travel. John, we'll start with you. What's what's one of yours? Uh, so one of the ones I, I, I use almost every time I book a flight is SeatGuru. 
you can go to the website, but they also have an app and it actually lets you see on your specific flight, specific plane, specific airline, what's around you, what amenities that, that particular plane has. It's the toilet right beside you. Right. Yeah. Does it have Wi-Fi? You know, uh, does it have a seat back entertainment unit? Yeah. Um, and it also gives you recommended uh, seats yeah. that you may or may not want to get depending on what your needs are. Uh, extra leg room, that type of thing. So it sort of gives you that sort of extra layer of browsing your seat selection option before you've even done it. That's very cool. AJ, what do you got? Well, this one's kind of interesting. It's called Options Away. And the idea here is that it allows you to lock in your flight reservation for days or even weeks, giving you time to decide if it's really the flight that you need to make. So what do you mean? So you can actually... Well, they charge you a fee to lock in the cost of your flight. And, you know, what they're saying is that a lot of the customers are actually booking this on their mobile flights, but they want to complete the travel when they get back to their desk. So that the fee isn't very high. Uh, But it actually gives you, you know, it just creates more options for you. I got to try this out. Take it over. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's the anxiety I have. Like, <laughs> that we just went through. Oh, I went through this here uh, on you know, a trip we're going over to Europe. Uh, like, when do I lock in? You know, I've got these other options. So paying a small fee, I would do that yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm getting really good at booking travel. Like, I think I could actually, back in the day, be a travel agent. <laughs> I know all the tricks, or a lot of them now. Or we could have a website series about that. Yeah. Like, the thing I'm learning is uh, booking multi-city travels. Yes. You can get... Uh, you are the master at that. Oh my God. Yeah. But you'd be surprised. Like uh, you can get the price down by, you know, going through a few different other cities uh, or if you're booking it on points, for example, you'd be amazed. Um, I found like with Aeroplan, for example, uh, if you book flights that aren't Air Canada flights, for example, like Star Alliance flights, you know, partner airlines, uh, it's cheaper surcharges. Because you know how there's always like, let's say 50,000 points to fly to London. Uh, there's also the fuel charge, surcharge, Tax. taxes. Tax. Yeah. I don't even know what other voodoo stuff they're throwing in there. Yes. Uh, but if it's not Air Canada, if it's like Lufthansa, for example, it's cheaper. So you got to look for those. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? What other uh, travel apps do you use? So one thing that I use constantly, especially if I'm in a, in a place that's a different currency, is an app called Units Plus. Yeah. And it's a currency conversion app, among a bunch of other things that it can do. But it actually allows you to dial in your local currency, uh, your home currency, and wherever you're traveling to. And you can quickly see and punch in, you know, the price of whatever you're looking to buy to see how much it's actually going to cost you in Canadian, in my case, right? So uh, I use that constantly because it downloads the latest values for everything. Yeah. And it shows you instantaneously what that is. And it even works, uh, as long as you've downloaded it fairly recently, it'll still work offline. What do you got, uh, AJ? Well, this one's kind of interesting. Uh, if you are somebody who actually has a second property and you actually like have your own Airbnbs or vacation rental places, this one's called Vacation Futures. So vacationfutures.com. And what this does is rather than having to manage that sort of home and away or Airbnb rental, you can actually, uh, through this site, um, sell your entire inventory for the year, uh, keeping the dates that you want to travel to your property. And they'll, they'll sell the whole thing out to to um, a market that's looking to buy uh, access to that type of rental. Really? Inventory. Yeah. Do they look after anything else? Do you know? I have to look at that, like the cleaning services and stuff, or is that still on you? Yeah, it's a, uh, that's a, I'd have to look into that. But that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so that's more of a chan- uh, an opportunity to sell like wait the whole year you don't want to mickey mouse around with like emails back and forth and stupid questions you just want and they they look after after that because they sell it to um the the whole inventory to professional property managers through an auction um, exchange type of site 
So it's an interesting uh, opportunity. So again, for people that have uh, vacation rentals or Airbnbs that they're renting out, yeah. vacation futures. What else you got, John? We're talking about our favorite travel apps. Uh, the e-declaration app from Canada. Good one. So you know those little paper forms they hand out on the plane to you? And do they still do that? Uh, some places do. Yeah. Uh, and you never have a pen? Yeah. <laughs> so Never. <laughs> this is an app you can fill out, and it actually will generate a QR code. And so when you get to that uh, customs machine at, at the airport, you just scan the QR code and you're all done. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite apps would be Hopper. And this is just for mobile. Uh, but you put in your destination of where you want to go or fly to. Uh, and then it'll give you real-time updates on when it thinks the best time it is to buy that ticket based on history and all sorts of other factors that I know not of. Uh, but you can save hundreds if not thousands of dollars with this very cool and yeah i've used it uh, a number of times but again um it just works on mobile phones cool any other uh, travel apps you got so i love TripIt. yes so TripIt allows you to for free uh consolidate all of your travel information into one place so it'll pull in your flights it'll pull in your hotel reservations your rental car all that kind of stuff in one thing and it'll give you notifications if anything's changed uh, it's just a much nicer view of your entire trip, not just one part of it, like, you know, just my Air Canada stuff. And then I have to go to the hotel app and like, it'll pull all that stuff together. TripIt Pro actually gives you a lot more functionality. It'll, it'll show you things like, is there a lounge in the airport you're going to? And how much does it cost? And is there any discounts? All kinds of stuff like that. And it's it's a fantastic little service. It's only about 20 bucks a year, I think, for the Pro. So a uh, big go-to for me, uh, especially in... Uh Canada and the US, uh, two apps actually, Uber and Lyft. Uh, I know we're just getting that into parts of uh, BC, finally. Uh, but I always recommend having both because you'd be surprised at the price difference on uh, between the two apps. I was down in San Francisco recently. I had to get from the hotel downtown out to the airport. And uh, I went on to Lyft and it was $80 US. And I went over to Uber, 50 bucks. I mean, that's a huge swing in, in pricing. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, though. I found more often than not uh, Lyft to be cheaper than Uber. Yeah. And I think I've, I've heard that from many people. But I would recommend setting up accounts on both of them. And that way you can just, because it's a cool thing, you can put in your destination and see what the estimated price is going to be. On That's right. I think. Okay, we have a lot more to talk about on today's program. Uh, coming up, we'll be chatting with our good friend Ted Kritsonos about Phonus. That's spelled F-O-N-U-S. Uh, this magical SIM card with a magical plan. $30 uh, US a month for all-you-can-eat data, text, and talk anywhere in the world. Well, I think over 200 countries. So pretty well every country you can think of wanting to go to, you can use uh, the SIM there. Uh, we have not seen one yet. Uh, but Ted uh, Kritsonos out of Toronto, he got his hands on one uh, and actually uh, got to try it out too. He was down in San Francisco with it. Uh, so we'll uh, get an update uh, on that. Don't forget to hit our contest page. Uh, we have an awesome contest going on, giving away a pair of Bear Dynamic over-the-air headphones. They're worth $1,000. These things are like amazing. GetConnectedMedia.com, hit our newsletter tab up there and subscribe to the newsletter and you are entered to win not only this contest, but all the contests going forward. When we come back from the break, that phonus update and later on our favorite app of the week. Stay tuned here on the App Show. Back after this. We're back. Mike and John uh, here in studio. We've uh, got Ted Kritsonos uh, on the line. Uh, Ted, we do a lot of traveling together as well uh, to the various uh, tech events. Uh, last week, uh, we were 
in San Francisco together uh, at the Samsung yep. uh, event. Uh, had a good time there. And it was interesting because, uh, you know, I started talking about, uh, you know, the story we'd been following Phonos, uh, you know, with their unlimited SIM card. Uh, yep. And we did an interview, actually, uh, John and AJ did with the, uh, the founder, Simon Tien. And, you know, we've been waiting for months to get our, a hold of one of these cards. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I got one. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And so uh, somehow, uh, apparently there's only 60 of these SIM cards out in the world right now. And, of course, Ted, you have one of them. How did you get your hands on one? Uh, I think it was timing, to be honest, because I was going – before the San Francisco trip, I was in Miami for five days uh, for another business trip as well. And I – I just asked if I could get one to try out since that's the best way to try it, right? Like, okay, let's go across the border. Let's see how it works. And so I was able to get one there. I know that there are a lot of people that are waiting for them. So I, you know, I, I take all that with a grain of salt. But well, there's um, between six and 7,000 customers yeah. waiting for their Sims. Totally. Yeah. So I, you know, I feel the pain. I mean, like, I totally get it. No, and, no you and, don't because so, you have one. <laughs> no, I, I, but I, I mean, I feel it because, like, I, I get it. Like, I got one; they don't. But at least, what I'm trying to do is to is to having used it to to see and to at least gauge uh, what kind of experience people can expect with it. And so, so what was your experience? Well, okay. So I put the SIM card in here in Toronto when I first got it. Um, it, I, we had to go through a bit of a manual process where. I had to select Rogers as my carrier. Uh, that was the one. That was the only way I could get it to activate and to work. Uh, once I did that, it seemed to be fine. So you know, LT connection, the whole deal. I you know showed Rogers there on the phone. Uh, everything seemed normal, so it was fine. Um, I try, I got on the plane. I landed in Miami. One of the first things I tried to do was to set up a Wi-Fi hotspot. I couldn't do it. Because it's basically AT&T. I was on AT&T in the U.S. And it would say, okay, well, you need to contact AT&T to set up this feature. Same thing with Wi-Fi calling. So it was the same, you know, I've asked, uh, I've asked Simon uh, about what the workaround is for that. Is it an option? Is it something that doesn't work with these particular SIM cards? Uh, those, are, those are questions that still remain unanswered. Uh, but um, I'm, I've already asked, so I look forward to getting a response from him. But overall, once you got it, so when you activated it um, in Canada, did it work in Canada? Oh yeah, yeah. But I had a U.S. number. Yeah. So I, I had a number that I had a number with a with a three four seven area code. So that's New York. So it it I, I had a U.S. number. So basically, if someone called me at that number in Canada, it'd be a long distance call for them naturally because it's a u.s number so i've also asked simon about you know are there canadian proxy numbers uh that where you would forward over to the american number uh how would that work so so those are still questions that i haven't i don't have answers to yet as i'm talking to you guys but i have asked because anybody in the u.s could call me and it would be an issue uh but in canada it would technically be a long distance call that's a key point about this particular service as it stands right now there is no canadian number portability option with it yeah. you get it you get provisioned a sim or a phone number in in the u.s somewhere and from the interview uh it, it looks like that's just the way it's going to be because he's using at&t basically sounds like to roam into canada yeah to make yeah. the whole thing work because yeah there's think, there's no canadian carrier so i don't think he was able to make a deal with a canadian carrier yeah there, there's no as far as i'm aware there's no canadian carrier involved 
in this in any way. And I, I have a hard time imagining they would. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, unless there's some workaround or some other angle that I'm not aware of, uh, I mean, Simon could, could respond to that, uh, then I, I don't see a Canadian carrier getting involved. That's why I'm saying if there is a, some sort of a third-party service that offers n- proxy numbers or some sort of a phantom phone number that could be used to forward calls uh, over to, 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 this, to the phone of SIM, then okay. But I, I, I'm not aware of what those are yet. But overall, it worked in Canada once you oh, got yeah. going. Uh, and then when you when you arrived in the U.S., did it just work? You didn't have to do oh, anything? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. In fact, because it was AT&T, I was getting the 5GE. You know that fake 5G network that AT&T <laughs> uh, advertises? 5G which is not. <laughs> yeah. It, like, I was laughing when I saw that because I thought, okay, yeah, this is the 5G I, like, I, I've read about already that's totally not 5G. But it, it would appear. So clearly I was getting access in some, not in every location I was in, but I was getting access in some places to the fastest AT&T network. Um, so there was no problem using data, making calls. It, it worked like you would expect a, a phone with data to work or with texting. I, I didn't, to be honest, I had no real hiccups in performance when I was using the phone. Well, you hear, heard it here. It works. Now we just got to get some of these in our hands and yes. uh, into, you know, we have to hear from consumers out there as well, like yeah. if they're getting them too. Ted, as always, thanks for uh, filling us in. And again, he's outscooped us. He has. Yes. Congratulations, Ted. Do you have a 5G phone too? I do not have a 5G phone, but uh, hopefully I'll get a Galaxy S20 soon. We're waiting for that too. When we come back from the break, more uh, tech to talk back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler and AJ Vickery. Well, it's that time of the week, our favorite app pick of the week. And AJ, this this week it's you. I got to say, my pick for the app is uh, something called Bench App. And this is actually fantastic for families um, or kids that are actually involved in sports, you know, and if you're in a league, because I use this in my league. I play hockey uh, in a league. Uh, we're actually the... Uh, uh, Koha is the Caresdale Old Timers Hockey League. And we um, are a bunch of great guys, you know, 35 plus, who uh, play hockey a couple times a week. And we used to organize our hockey through, uh, you know, a website that was was okay. Um, spare fees were managed by spreadsheets and um, emails. And, you know, it was a, it was kind of disorganized. So we finally decided to especially since I'm in the tech business uh, and uh, you know, one of our um, you know, great team captains is also a web developer. We decided to basically look at getting an app and we got this thing called bench app loads up as an app on your device, or you can go to a website with it. This is great. It doesn't matter how big your league is, whether you're, um, you know, a four-team league or, or a 16-team league, this thing can expand to work for that. We're just a small four-team league. But what it does is it helps us manage our entire schedule so all the games are mapped out in the schedule of it. It allows us to be able to figure out um, if we're going to be playing in each game. So it's really easy from an app for me to say, oh, man, you know what? I'm not feeling well today. I'm going to sign out. Let's the, co- let's the team captain know right away, and that person can look to the spare list and add somebody else in. And the great thing is, is if you do play in a league that does have fees you know, per game or per season, it manages all of those payments for you. So it kind of puts 
what for us was spreadsheets, emails, websites, you know, all these different things. It puts it all in one place and lets you manage it. And the beautiful thing is you can manage it for really cost effectively. The, the, we're signed up for the pro version and that only costs us $10 per team. So we're talking about 40 bucks a month to manage our entire team. Whereas the free version you can do without the pro is absolutely free. So if you are in a, uh, you know, have a sports league or your kids play in a league or you're a soccer dad. It's not just hockey. You can do other sports as well. But if you're, you know, depending on what kind of sports that you're into and you want to look at maybe taking your organization up a little, you want to check out the Bench app because it's a really cool um, program for that. And as I said, um, there's no fees with it. So, you know, you can have all that. But if you do want to upgrade to the pro version, um, that does give you the opportunity to take payments right through the app using Stripe. You just set up a Stripe account and you're all set and done. So very cool, benchapp.com. Well, that's all the time we have uh, left on the app show. Don't forget to visit the contest page at getconnectedmedia.com. It's uh, actually on the newsletter tab. Subscribe to that and you're entered to win the Bear Dynamic headphones that we're giving away. They're worth a thousand bucks. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together. John, AJ, Christina, Stephen. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.